This is the Purple Pillage with Neil Roberts and Leif Bakken. The Pillage starts now. And welcome to another edition of the Purple Pillage. I'm Leif Bakken with Neil Roberts. This week's episode brought to you by Trinity Health. If you're looking for a job in nursing, check out trinityhealth.org. Trinity Health located in Minot, North Dakota. Neil, another big week for the Vikings taking out the Packers, shutting them out, and it's their first shutout since 1993, Neil, so you're pretty excited as a Vikings fan, I'm sure. Yeah, that was impressive. Aaron Rodgers, ironically, comes back for one week, and they lose that game, so he goes on the IR, subsequently is out for the rest of the season, opening the way for the Vikings defensively, but I'll tell you what, Brett Hundley played well, and it wasn't his fault. A lot of drop passes. He played well in the cold weather up there, but the defense was just too much in the end, and a lot of hard hitting out there. Uh, a couple picks for Harrison Smith. The offense did just enough to punch it across one time and add some field goals, and as a result, the Vikes come up with a big win. Leaf, who would have thunk it? Sitting now at 12-3, and three, heading into the grand finale. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, the cold has set in across the region, and so both quarterbacks struggled in the cold case. Keenum only went 14 for 25 as you alluded, Neil Hundley was 17 for 40. The running on the ground was all right for the Vikings. Murray had 69 yards. McKinnon had 42. And then Diggs had the one touchdown with 60 yards and five receptions as well on the passing end. David Morgan, we don't get to talk about him very often, had a couple receptions. And Adam Thielen also grabbing a few. But again, with it being so cold, even though the field there at Green Bay is heated, it took them a while to really get things figured out for the game, both teams. Yeah, Case Keenum came down to earth for sure, but you explained it a lot right there. I'm sure he would tell you too that cold weather is something they haven't been subjected to. Tough moving the ball, but the bottom line is, you know, an ugly win. How's that go again? Yeah, an ugly win is better than a pretty loss any day of the week. So it was definitely an ugly win. Defensively, it was... A masterpiece. I mean, a shutout in Green Bay. And yeah, I heard a lot of stuff or saw a lot of stuff on Twitter and heard some things elsewhere that there was more purple in the crowd that day than green and gold. And they couldn't believe how there were way more, hmm. seemingly more Viking fans in the crowd making, they actually had the skull chat going on and uh, much to the Packers fan chagrin, I think. So good Viking crowd numbers in Green Bay for that one. Also, what you mentioned on the defense doing pretty well for the Vikings. Harrison Smith had eight total tackles. Kendricks also with eight. Rhodes with five. Sandejo in there with five as well. And the list goes on and on. But Green Bay defense, even though they lost, Jake Ryan had 11 total. Martinez had 11 total. Then Josh Jones follows that with six. So it wasn't so bad for the defense of Green Bay, but the Vikings were just able to punch it in a little harder. Yeah, and a, a good game for Forbath is he hit some tough field goals uh, in the cold leaf. And from some distance too. So hats off to Kai Forbath, big performance for him. And like you said, they're able to punch it across for a touchdown as well. And it all adds up to a Viking victory. And next up, Chicago Bears. Before we get to the Chicago Bears, our player of the week brought to you by Farmers Union Oil Company of Turtle Lake, North Dakota. Call them at 701-448-2355 and get ready for your 2018 prepay seed and fertilizer. Neil and I couldn't agree on a player of the week, so we're going to go co-players of the week, Harrison Smith and Stefan Diggs. Yeah, I think they're both pretty good selections. Harrison Smith, probably the better one. I'm just kidding, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Harrison Smith, of course, two big interceptions. And that first one, I believe was in the first half, that took a lot of the wind out of the sails of Green Bay. When he picked that one, I don't think Hunley even saw him. And uh, so he just read his eyes, 
knew what knew what play was coming seemingly and just really had a beautiful interception on that one then also to end the game but but you pointed out Stefan Diggs had a huge game and he led the way offensively in defense of Diggs Keena missed him several times as well he still had right. what five or six receptions for 60 some yards and a touchdown so you know you throw all that together and he was definitely the offensive uh player of the game Diggs was 5-for-8 with 60 yards, as you mentioned, Neil, and Harrison Smith had eight total tackles. Six of them were solo and one tackle for a loss. I think two very good players who deserve the Player of the Week, brought to you by Farmers Union Oil Company of Turtle Lake, North Dakota. Before we get to the Chicago game, let's talk a little bit about the Pro Bowl, Neil, and how that selection went. A few guys that maybe got snubbed, as you said, but still some good guys going, including Thielen and Griffin, along with Rhodes. But uh, Smith being another guy one of those guys that we thought maybe should be going. Yeah, and that was probably the biggest name, I think, that did not make it that's put up some pretty big numbers this year for the Vikings. But, you know, they all can't go. Some of these different rankings, I mean, on how they ranked, I saw Smith was down on some scales and up on some others. But bottom line is, yeah, he's one of the top safeties in the league. And if I was starting a team, I know he's one of the guys I would consider to start at safety for sure. A good year for Harrison Smith. I think he can still sleep well at night knowing that he's one of the top safeties in the league. But could have been on the Pro Bowl. I think, and I don't think it would have drawn any ire from the football crowd across the country. Andrew Sandejo is another name we mentioned, along with Linville Joseph. Those guys have been doing great things. The, the Vikings defense has been doing great things all season. Neil, the 12-3 and Vikings host the 5-10 and Chicago Bears, and you don't want to chalk a win up right away because anything can happen in the NFL from week to week. But things look promising for the Vikings and for a number two seed clinch. Yeah, it looks good, Leaf. Some periodicals we saw had the Vikings in at number two already, but that's not a definite yet. So a win and they're in, a Carolina loss and they're in. They can also get some help from the Saints and I think the Rams and there's a few other scenarios. A lot of things have to happen for them not to get the number two seed. So hopefully a win and they're in. But the Bears, you know, they've been playing well. They they really put it on Cleveland last week. And Cleveland, yeah, they have yet to win, but they've been in a lot of games this year, but they were not in this one. And the Bears defense stepped up. Trubisky's playing better. Their rookie quarterback. None of these games are a given. Hopefully the Vikings can clinch it with a win and set it up, get that week off, and earn a bye with that second seed. Eagles in the east, Rams in the west, Vikings of the north, and the south is kind of up in the air right now. But it looks like the Saints could take it. But the Panthers and Falcons are looking for some blood as well. Yeah, the only seed left to be decided, five teams are in that you just mentioned, except the Falcons and the Seahawks are vying for that final seed. It's going to be an interesting last week of the regular NFL season, but it's going to be an exciting one. That's going to do it for this episode of the Purple Pillage, brought to you by Four Bears Casino, REO Speedwagon, coming January 20th. For Neil Roberts, I'm Leif Bakken. Have a happy new year and pillage on.